0: And hello, you're listening to Breaking Point, a podcast covering the Formula One season. And in this review, we look at the results of the Chinese Grand Prix. Now, it's very tempting to actually go into the finished race results, but the more interesting times are the qualifying or, in fact, the starting times. And if you look at the, the gap, which is virtually nothing between each team, team, it's amazing. The Mercedes, the Ferraris, the Reynolds are almost posting identical times. To me, it shows they're getting peak performance of the of the car and that on a speed basis, they're hitting around the same mark. So it's whichever racer is able to get, or uh, have a better race craft and manage the tires better, which will result in them getting more points towards the end of the season. But it's fascinating, you now virtually half the team are lining up side by side with identical race times. But of course on the opposite side, it, it highlights where there's drivers with big gaps, you know, within Red Bull there's almost a second between drivers and you you head down McLaren half a second. So it's interesting to look to see how that would develop over the rest of the season. Now actually heading on to the actual race result. So everyone went into this thinking, has Bottas turned it around and will he come through with his Australian performance? And in a Ferrari, will they be able to turn it back on? Well, it turned out to be maybe a more sedate race, but still really interesting. Hamilton got off the line better and was just able to keep ahead and keep driving to win and keep controlling and win the race. Bottas, though, in past years would have faded, but this time to finish within six and a half seconds of Hamilton in a strong second place shows his performance has improved, but can it improve further? I think the more interesting race towards the top was around Ferrari and Red Bull, and it's one of these rare cases where... Uh, Car further down caused a knock-on effect to teams further further ahead of them. So in this case Verstappen was looking strong, Uh, Red Bull brought him on early and to avoid the undercut um, Ferrari brought in Vettel. And still Red Bull was so strong that they were able to cut open the Ferrari and to finish fourth. So in a race where maybe if Team Waters hadn't played, Ferrari should have at least finished third and fourth, they came third and fifth. And this goes to down to the strength of Red Bull, but also maybe behind a bit lane, the um, the lack of clarity upon the strategy they should be approaching with their drivers. Moving on to the mid-pack, this is, well, this was Gasly's best race of the season to finish sixth. Yes, still half a lap behind Mr. but a solid six, maybe almost the position you would expect him to finish from the start of the race. So uh, a pretty good result. And uh, Reynold, well they must be happy with first um, net of points and Ricardo must be at least relieved that he's got some. But to be in a red ball and to drop back must be hugely frustrating. I think the mid pack is still a mishmash of racing point Alpha Romeo, you know, some of the familiar names doing well and other team members falling away. I think the Standout drive of the day, though, was Alexander Albon, new to the season, to start in the in the pit lane and come through to tenth and get in you know, a one point over this race was an amazing result. You know, new to the circuit, new to the team, and new to Formula One was a solid result and shows what promise he has for the rest of the season. I think the uh, two worst performing teams were Haas. You know they're meant to be Ferrari's number two team and they just keep falling behind, not able to maximise upon their performance, and to finish 11th and 13th was must be hugely disappointing. And I think also Racing Point, yes, 8th, but also 12th, and there's money going to a team. You do wonder to see how that all eventually play out. And I think finally, McLaren, yes, they have one or two incidents at the start, but it doesn't seem to be able to click together and to, um, you know, well, to have 14th and, um, and a, you know, retirement is not a good result for a team. So I think some teams will be quite despondent but is about turning it around for the next race otherwise Mercedes, McLaren and Red Bull still lead the race still lead the season and that's it for this podcast thank you